Hey everyone, welcome back to the IWP Network, or if it's your first time, thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you so much for choosing this podcast, and feedback is always welcome. So make sure to check the links below for all social media links, audio and video versions of this show, and merch. We look forward to hearing from you and hearing that feedback. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this is Anthony with Interviews with Everyday People. Uh, I don't remember, I always do this, I don't know what episode number. Mm-hmm. Alright, whatever. Um, I think it's become like a bit, and it's really not trying to become a bit, <laughs> it's just that I just... Don't we, remember? I, I, I do my intro, <laughs> and I just, I'm so terrible at it, I just forget what number I'm at. You like write it down, I have like little cards. It's past 100, like I know cards. that, we're, we're, we're over the 100 mark, so it's 100 and some. Yeah, okay. here we are. Uh, we are on location, as you'll see on camera. If you're not watching video, uh, it's audio only. You won't see this, so we'll give you a little a visual. <laughs> we, are, we are in downtown Pottsville. Um, we're looking at the brand new um, parking garage. Yeah. Which we, oh. what used to be the, uh, the Pokemon Go hotspot. <laughs> that, <were, laughs> yeah. that street would be filled with people till 3 in the morning. Yeah. Uh, just Pokemon <laughs> going it up. Remember those days? Yeah. It was a weird summer. Yeah. I, I didn't have Wi-Fi, and I didn't really have internet, so I couldn't participate. So you just and looked so out I the just, window? I like, saw that there was a phenomenon that I couldn't take part of. Uh, <laughs> you're like, like, a, was like, like a kid looking out the window. Cool, like, I guess, maybe. I don't know. I don't really know what it is. I felt like an old man for the first time, <laughs> even though like it was targeted at me. Yeah. <laughs> you're, like, you're like the kid out the window who's like grounded, like, I want to play with the kids. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was... Uh, that was fun. That the, the what made that fun was our the a special spot was um, during the early stages of the game. It was very hard to um, catch stuff because it would be very limited, and the game was more or less designed for bigger cities. Mm. So people from like other towns would come to Pottsville, and this was like the spot. And there'd be we it would be filled. We're from another town. We yeah. came. To <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It, yeah. but it would be filled with lawn chairs, and people yeah. would sit there because there's three spots that you can sit at, and your phone. Yeah, they yeah. Would just sit there. It would just be filled with lawn chairs. Because there's one. There. there was one Yingling too, right? Yeah. So yeah. where your phone would be there, it would connect to three. <laughs> Stops. So in the video game, the stops would be you could spin it and get balls. Okay. So you can keep playing. Sure. But you can also put down what was called like a, a lore, and it uh, would attract Pokemon, Pokemon to it. <laughs> so you can you don't even have to move, and you <laughs> and launch it, and they would yeah. all come to you, and and then every three minutes you can spin and get more balls, and just you can catch them all day long. So you just hang out all day. So people would just come here because it was like, and you in the you would look in the game and be like, oh, people are at the the parking garage because it'd be lit up, and you'd see like in the game it'd be like pink glitter all over it oh you can like, see where all the people are well you can see yeah. that people activated a, mm-hmm. a lure on the spot and then everybody goes there yeah and then everyone's like oh someone paid money for the lure let's go mooch off it and, <laughs> and then everybody would just be there all night long like yeah. all right it's about to end who's doing the next one <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a good time um people were real social yeah they were nice they were it was, that. <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure when summer comes back around and that's not like a huge concrete um, gated off section. I'm, I'm sure it will not be as popular, but it'd be popular again. Hmm. 
They can come in and check out some bikes. You can have like a little cooler of water or stuff. Make some money off people. Yeah. Lemonade stand. Yeah, lemonade stands. <laughs> some snacks. <laughs> these windows um, open, so. Oh yeah, these side ones. Yeah. Oh, you nice. can do like like little put like a little ice cream thing there. Granola just, bars or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like yo, <laughs> we got Pokemon themed stuff. <laughs> Um, but let's finally tell people where we are. So we're at the, uh, the Pottsville cycle, right? Cyclery. Cyclery. Yeah. Um, and, and your name, uh, Alan, no last name. Oh, Reiner. Yeah. Alan, Alan Reiner. If you don't want to. Uh, yeah, no, that's yeah, fine. sorry. Um, and it is technically not open yet, but it Correct. will be very soon. Yeah. We don't have um, an official date, but should be soon. Yeah. I like it, man. I, I'm a fan. Um, I, I, I know when I say this, it's a joking thing. It's not an insult, but I say you're part of the, uh, the 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 revitalization hipster team. I yeah. like, I used to make make jokes with Tim. I was like, and but you guys are doing really really amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. You're bringing business in. You're you're proud of where you are. Yeah. You're you're trying to bring things here. Um, it'd be fun to get to a point where maybe yeah, the dream. Maybe like soon, like Pottsville will have a bike lane, like where people can drive bikes around town. So that's kind of there is some people working on that. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, because there's the, the Greenway Trail that comes off of 61, and then there's some folks that are working on, if you think of that as a highway, creating an exit that'll come into Pottsville and kind of cruise around a little bit. Yeah. And then Seems pretty go, aspirational go to all the, point, bo- but, the businesses and yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Just create something. And also, not only be a bike path, but also be like a safer walking path. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always people. Because like, especially going up from here to like the Fairlane Mall, uh, I mean, walking up and down 61, people die there every year getting hit with by cars. So yeah. Creating a, a safe way to kind of traverse through bikes and with walking. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, um, I don't know where they're at, but I know that there's people doing that. Yeah. And, and uh, we have like the Yingling run mm-hmm. and then eventually it could be a thing where they can have like bike, like a bike yeah, thing. That's, like, that's the dream. Yeah. I, and there's, there's a big, there's more than you would know people who are interested like interested in that in this area yep. like i know my dad's a huge bike like he's really into bike riding um our mechanic he, is uh, our mechanic <laughs> dave prosick he's a yeah. huge bike rider um, the thing i've noticed and the thing i keep telling people when they ask is people come up to me and they're like oh i'm so excited there's a bike shop coming to town you know i'm out there and i'm like the only person in the county that rides but i'm glad you're coming and i'm like look there are like a hundred of those people yeah that all just somehow don't know each other yeah but there are lots of people in the area that yeah. ride yeah, but they yeah. all just ride by themselves or ride with one or two guys yeah, uh, but there's there's this big group, but there's just no central place for people to come and meet. Yep, and, and I'm really hoping that this can kind of become that hub. Yeah, you can have like things like hey, or like like a like a Facebook community page, yeah, exactly, like, like, and then be like hey, if you're a cycle, you can join our Facebook page, yep. and you can you can get bike rides together or do events. Yep, you're um, like meet and greet. Yeah, yeah, little meet and greets. I know the big thing. Um, it's somewhere on the table. Oh, here it is. Here, uh, bikes and beers. Yeah, it's it's a community page, and yep. and it's all about. Uh, orchestrating bike rides with people and you do a bike ride and a trail and then you end up at a brewery at yeah. the end and you get your food and something yeah. possible's getting two breweries soon we'll we're gonna have three soon. we're gonna have three now with with yingling um it, and that's it's like bikes and beers are it's a weird combination anything would be a thing but it's awesome beers after bikes always beers after yes <laughs> yeah. beers after not bikes not beers before <laughs> but it but it is something that is a that i've learned heavily with the like learning more about the beer community yeah that, the cultures are intertwined for mm-hmm. sure absolutely like my dad is like all right i'm going on a bike ride with like he meet these he he like people like group, in yeah. uh, upstate new york or he meets people in like in harrisburg and he'll be like all right we're doing our bike ride and then we're going to stop at this brewer at the end yeah. mm-hmm. And then he's on the beer. He's on our beer page. Like, do the bike ride. Got these beers at the yeah. end. He wants to go to Idaho for some. Yeah, there's like a like, really big like trail in Idaho. Trail. That's yeah. that's a really big deal. Like people like book it out years in advance or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, and then the Appalachian Trail is not too far from here. I don't know if that's really a good biking thing. I think parts of it are bikeable, yeah. but 
uh, yeah, I'm not, I don't think all of it is. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know. Yeah. Uh, Pottsville, I don't know how far it goes down, but that rails for trails, that's another yeah, thing that's, there. Yeah. Uh, that's the greenway thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as far as I know. It's, there's a lot of potential. Yeah. Like I said, and, and this is, this is another key business that will go into one that, uh, you know, that, that'll fit with everything else. Yeah. You can, you can bike from place to place in town more and it, it, more spots can open up for other businesses to, to flourish. It's, it's very, very exciting. And it's cool that it's still a thing that's going to be happening, even though we're in the midst of a pandemic where it's like, could have railroaded everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, the one, one of the few businesses that really flourished during the pandemic was people buying bikes. It actually caused a, a shortage for bikes people because yeah. you know, you can't, do anything people are stuck at home but you can go for a ride by yourself somewhere mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so bikes sold out everywhere um and so it was like this huge bike boom bigger than we've ever seen in this country comparable to the bike boom in the 70s yeah where just everybody sold out and so for me it was like that's great i want to be able to also sell bikes but not only do i want to sell bikes but all those people that bought bikes are going to need a place to go and get their bike fixed and learn about bikes and they've entered the culture, but now they need like somebody to help hold their hand and kind of keep mm-hmm. pushing them forward. And mm-hmm. we want to, we don't want these people to, that bought a bike this summer to never ride again after this summer. Yeah. We want to kind of keep, keep, keep the community. There. And I think if they, they had like with the building a community and, and learning about more bikers in the area, they'd be yeah. like, Oh, you know, like Meet some friends. Yeah. And, and it really builds up a nice, nice little, like, yeah, the community. Um, the possible did have, not, I think two bike shops at one point in time down right, right by the wheel seven years ago. And then, um, on the way towards, if you're going like towards on market street, like Bob Weaver's, yep. like on that right hand side that used like by that red light and there's yep. a gas station, that was a bike shop. Mm-hmm. And I always remember people being like, Oh man, that bike shop or I missed that bike shop. I wish we had something mm-hmm. like that again. Well, here it comes. Yeah, yeah. It's coming back. Um, so is this mostly going to, is there a type of bike that you're going to specialize here in? Is it going to be open yeah. for any type of yeah, people? Do it all. And, we want to make sure that we're, you know, helping people from the kid that's getting his first bike to the guy that's been riding for 70 years and knows more than I do. Yeah. We want to be a space for everybody, like super inclusive. Um, a lot of bike shops can end up being a place that feels very elitist where it's just for the people who are like very ingrained in culture. And I like think travel riders or just people who have been riding for a long time and, and know a lot. And it can be intimidating to walk in where unfortunately in a lot of bike shops, there's a culture of sort of like, Oh, well you don't know about that. Oh, well that's like, and like very, condescending towards people yeah and we want to definitely not be that we want to be a space for people to really feel comfortable and learn um about bikes and and yeah kind of start their journey here and continue it yeah i i remember growing up i mean every every kid except probably you you're probably the only person i know like oh let's go on a bike it's like i don't know how to ride a bike (laughs) i don't want (laughs) to yeah she never rode a bike she's not my cousin broke my training wheels and that was done that was it for you yeah but uh (laughs) everyone got a bike like every bike I can remember growing up in Monty City, everyone had mountain bikes mm-hmm. because you could take them in the woods, yeah. you can drive them around town, yeah. and then uh, then the trick bikes got popular. And they were too expensive for my family, so I never got trick bikes. So they everyone would build these ramps where we'd find these dirt mounds in town and be like, we're going to jump off the no. dirt mound. And then I'm there with like a Huffy 18-speeder. <laughs> 800 pound bike trying just to do jumps in half. just crushing the rim um, i just wanted to know everyone was like flipping over and getting road rash i didn't want any parts of that yeah like no uh 
Yeah, I just, I, <laughs> I, one funny bike story. So in Monty City, we had a really, really big, like a hill. And then you would come down and go into this one park and we hit a jump. Like it was a jump we built. It was right. like eight-year-olds were building like. <laughs> it was, Super sketchy. Yeah, terrible idea. <laughs> and it went over like a little creek because in our head, you were jumping Grand Canyon, right? Okay. So it I'm. like a two-liter bottle spill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm hauling ass down this hill. And I'm pedaling, I'm pedaling, and I'm getting right to the point where I'm like, all right, I need to get my jump ready, get my jump ready. And I go to do one more quick pedal, and I can't pedal. And I look down, and my shoelace has come undone, and I am completely wrapped around the spot, like the pedal. Like, yeah. uh, my, now my foot is attached to my bike, and I'm less than seconds away from as fast as I could possibly pedal <laughs> about to be in midair and just have a panic attack <laughs> and decide I'm going to bail on my bike. Like I'm just going to let Which the bike, attached. but I'm attached. <laughs> so I let go in air and the bike just lands on top of me. I'm, I'm a kid. I'm bleeding my chest. I knocked all the wind out of myself cause I'm, 38 pounds soaking wet. I'm a tiny kid. My bike weighs more than me. I'm just like, I can't scream for help because I'm doing that whole. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, that was awesome. I'm like, and I'm so yeah, like, I think he's dead. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, they were they were the good moments. And it, it's funny because I think when people when they when they think of bike shops and like, oh, you're you're grown and you ride a bike. I think they a lot of people correlate like when you get to a certain out here, you shouldn't do it anymore. Yeah, out here, and it's that's not the case. And like I said, there's bikes for kids that can do trick stuff. There's rope, there's bikes that are just made for gravel. Yep. There's cool mountain bikes. Like I, I didn't realize how many different bikes were made. Mm-hmm. And then like another cool thing, like bikes that were really, really popular, then their branding kind of went away. Like it wasn't Mongoose like one of the biggest bikes at one time. And now they're like more of a smaller brand. I mean, they were always sort of smaller, but depending on the crowds you run in, like a certain bike can become cool. Yeah. So, like like that was the kid, bike like, of the day. Yeah. A Mongoose can be like this cool thing. But it was never necessarily that. Like there, it had a time in like late '80s where they yeah. were sweet. Uh, but then I think it just sort of carried over, and they weren't so sweet, but they were sweet. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's like, "You have a Huffy, bro? I'm rocking a Mongoose." So I'm like, "Shut up, man!" And that's just kid too. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's always something like the shirt you're wearing or the bike you yeah. have. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's always, always. Something. that was the story of my life. I always had the worst gear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like you, you get your clothes and your bike at Kmart. <laughs> scumbag i'm like i'm sorry i'm too young not to work i don't make these choices yeah. that's what my dad bought me then i come home with another bent rim my dad's like you're never getting a bike ever again you, you better figure something out scooters then got popular yeah, Could, yeah. very hard to bend a rim on yeah. a scooter but uh, break a wheel but yeah that's about it and then they got wheelie bars <laughs> game changer <laughs> you just literally could just <laughs> the stupidest thing ever but uh yeah so what is the overall goal i'm sorry we're just telling no, stupid good. stories but uh what was the what's the overall goal with this business and what are you what what are you trying to accomplish and and uh, like what what can people come in here and expect once this is all open yeah so the we started the bike shop really to for one because there wasn't a bike shop anywhere close the closest ones are in tamaqua and shoemakersville yeah uh and it seems crazy to me that pottsville the you know county seat of school mm-hmm. county doesn't have a bike shop um and so I had worked in bike shops in Oregon. I ran a shop in Portland for a while um, and moved back here. Um, and really moved back here because I was excited about the revitalization effort that was going on. And this was all pre-pandemic. So like it was all, things were going well, the city was coming back. Felt like there was the start of something cool. Uh, and then I get here and like a week later, lockdown happens. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, this isn't what I expected. Um, and so the, the plans kind of went on hold for a bit. Um, and then as we're sort of coming out of it now, like a year later, 
um, things are starting to loosen up. We're all getting vaccinated. Um, it just seemed like the right time to, to start and do this thing for real. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and like I was saying earlier, there's all these people that ride and creating that community is really one of the most important things is when I was riding bikes out here, I was one of those people that was like, I'm the only one that rides a bike in this County. This like, this sucks. This is the worst place for bikers. And now that I'm trying to get more involved in the community, I'm meeting all these people who feel the same way. And I'm like, well, yeah, clearly there are these people and they exist. We just need to bring them together. Um, and so that's one of the main missions is just creating that community and trying to bring people together. And then beyond that is just creating a space where people can get their bike fixed. So they don't drive an hour, mm-hmm. you know, they can come local and, and know that there's somebody who hopefully is friendly. I hope, I think I'm friendly. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully people feel like that. Uh, and yeah, I can just come in and feel like this is a place where they can hang out and learn, um, about bikes and yeah, just get their bike fixed and kind of be that friendly community bike shop. Are you going to be, uh, in the, in the market at all to be buying bikes off people? Like, can this could be a secondhand bike shop? Like, so we might do some, some consignment, um, that there'll be kind of a lot of stipulations attached to, but in terms of buying a bike outright, um, I, I've typically been pretty against that. I think even though there's not necessarily a big culture that here in a lot of cities it encourages people to steal bikes to then make a little uh, cash yeah um, where if they know they can come and sell their that. bike at a bike shop for 20 bucks or something it'll, it encourages people it gives them a motivation to steal a bike yeah because um, then if they're desperate then they can get a little bit of money mm-hmm. and so i'm not a big fan of that just because it can create that but consignment um i'm open to because then the person's locked in and i was thinking right. of like someone who has like these old old like 50 60 styles bikes sit in their basement and they're like no one's ever going to buy that and now they see a bike shop in town they're like i wonder if this could be restored or yeah if i can bring it back to life a little bit you know and i think they should bring it in and we can have that conversation because some of those yeah. bikes aren't worth it yeah the, the labor and time and money they're going to put into it you know it's worth more it's worth it's not worth the cost that it'd be for me to fix it yeah. but there are some gems out there you know like i said there was a bike boom in the 70s mm-hmm. and so a lot of those bikes that got bought I've been sitting in the basements for 50 years now and my bike's probably if my if my house didn't burn down my old bike would be sitting in the basement with a, just a square front rim <laughs> and a gears iced tea container container shoved in the back <laughs> tire to make it sound cooler were you were you one of those kids baseball like, card baseball yeah the baseball card yeah. in the spoke but we learned if you took the gears iced tea and stepped on it and then like right where the ba- bike frame meets your back oh, tire yeah we would stuff a gears iced tea and it would be <laughs> And it gave like your your bike an exhaust out <laughs> when you're nine years old and you're rolling down the street. You're the coolest kid in the neighborhood. Yeah, you do the like thumbs down. The the, the biker like actual motorcycle. <laughs> Keep wheels like on the, the ground. Jeep thing. Yeah, the Jeep thing. Uh, yeah. So when when would when did biking become big for you? Uh, so I moved to Chicago after I graduated high school. I went to high school at Google Haven. So I was okay. I grew up in the area. Uh, not from here originally, but went to high school there. Graduated. Um, and then moved to Chicago uh, for college. And while I was there, we had these train passes that would allow us to have free public transit. Mm. But it was only during school like hours. And so during the summer, during winter break, I was stuck on my own and I wasn't able to ride the train anymore. And as a broke kid, I was like, well, train's expensive. Yeah. It's like a walkable city sort of, but I need a better way to do this. And so I went out and saved up some money and bought a bike uh, and didn't know anything and just started riding around. Um, and then went into a bike shop to get it fixed. It was crazy expensive, uh, which just because I was broke, it actually wasn't that expensive. Yeah. But I was broke, so anything was <laughs> expensive to me. Yeah. Uh, and so I was like, well, I can fix this. I'll learn. Uh, and so I started learning how to fix my bike. Uh, and then I started working with uh, a bike messenger like company doing delivering food. Oh, cool. And so then I learned right. a lot from those dudes who had already known a lot more. Um, and then when I moved back from Chicago, 
uh, for a little while. I moved out here again, uh, back to Pennsylvania, and the bike that I had was a single speed, which I couldn't really use here because there's just hills everywhere. Yeah. And so I bought an old 10 speed and fixed it up and just started making, fixing bikes in my dad's basement, uh, my parents' basement. Uh, and then kind of learned skills on my own that way and then moved to Oregon. And like a week after being there, went into a bike shop. They were looking for volunteers. Uh, started working there, volunteering every day because I just didn't have a job. I'd moved to a new state, didn't really know what I was doing. Um, and then learned a lot and then they eventually offered me a job. Ended up being a mechanic for them for a couple of years and then got an offer to run a shop in Portland. What is so the mechanic sort of process of, of, of fixing up bikes and stuff? Like what are, what are some things you look for or, or to do? Because I, I wouldn't like, you can look like a, a frame damage or rim or chain. Like, yeah, so I mean, the basic stuff is you want to make sure that nothing's loose. So like you check all the, the spots that have that roll. So like the hubs on the insides of the wheels, um, the bottom bracket where the pedals attached to the crank, anything that spins, you want to make sure it's not loose. Um, because if it is, then it starts to rattle and grind and then it degrades over time and it eventually chews itself to pieces. Mm -hmm. um, and so if you want your bike to last, you need to make sure that that stuff stays um, together correctly. Um, so that and then like chain wear, make sure the brakes work the shifting works uh make sure that, yeah there's no damage to the frame that's like the simple stuff yeah um obviously the more expensive the bike gets the more complicated everything gets because what is what is a, a, a typical repair that a lot of people who like the people who do the, the cross like the, the big rides and the mile some rides and they like what are some normal things that they look into what do you mean like repair wise like when they say oh, i need my, i get my bike like my dad says i get my bike tuned up right yeah so a basic tune is like brake adjustment shifting adjustment and then like i said checking all those uh those rolling parts and getting them back to yeah. um the correct like tightness first set of the first time i ever had a bike that didn't you, you when you didn't pedal backwards for it to break you had mm -hmm. to do the hand that was an adjustment <laughs> and then you're a kid pedaling backwards and i was like uh -huh. this is the coolest thing ever <laughs> um was 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 bike riding like like growing up a big thing in, in school haven like, it really wasn't it was one of those things that i picked up definitely as an adult like yeah my, Nine, like 1920 when I was in Chicago. That was really where it started. I mean, I had a bike as a kid. I feel like everybody's had a bike as yeah. a kid. We had um, little bike gangs. Like, <laughs> I lived on a farm, so we didn't have any bike gangs. It would have just been me. <laughs> you, don't, like, you don't see kids out in groups like riding bikes anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a shame. Yeah. They're all just playing Fortnite. Or, I mean, you, might see, <laughs> like glued to their you might see one or two kids walking on the street and the one's like on a scooter. I think that's the most you ever Rare, see. Yeah. They're all on their phones. We didn't have phones. <laughs> Imagine if you had a phone and a bike. Like your world would be amazing. You'd be trying to. <laughs> Dad, I'm not going to ride your bike while you're on your phone. <laughs> Uh, I, I, another stupid thing. Remember, like CD players. You got like, CD, and you're like, I'm gonna put my CD player in my pocket and go ride around on my bike, and like it's skip the whole time. Yeah. You're just like, this is a waste of time. I can't even listen to music, and because everything's like every sidewalk in town is. Do -do 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 -do. Like, yeah, and you couldn't even like, and then like biking thing, like you couldn't be on sidewalks and you couldn't be on roads. Yeah. And it, it, it so it's a it's a thing I I would say culturally in this area has something that I I, I would say older generations kind of shunned. Kids oh yeah, or being bike yeah. riders. There's like, definitely I'm fighting against mm -hmm. some, some stuff here. Yeah, like don't don't ride your no bikes on the sidewalks. Yeah. Don't don't be in the street in a bike. Or like and it's just like well, you're kind of killing a an but industry. You want them to go outside. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, like playgrounds. I don't like. They're like oh, we don't have kids at playgrounds anymore because you're terrifying every kid that he's gonna get kidnapped. Yeah, you know what <laughs> I mean. Like I can't send my kid to the park. Like I was eight years old walking around Monty City and no one cared. 
<laughs> like if they kidnapped me, they'd give me right back. Like For I sure. would. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just I don't know. It's strange. It's and it's a thing that like you're saying now it's it's getting more popular as you get older um and it, it should be it should be inclusive for everybody it well, should that's be one of the things that the shop i worked at in portland did is they um worked with kids who were at risk so like we worked with kids who were homeless or were at risk of being homeless and we taught them how to fix bikes and make coffee it was a bike and coffee shop yeah um and i want to do something like that here um over the summer with some of the local kids not necessarily kids who are at risk um but create a little like mentorship program where we can invite kids in. I, because I was doing it there, I developed this whole training program to basically teach somebody how to be a bike mechanic in like 10 weeks. Yeah. Um, not, you know, master, but definitely can like go work at a shop. Um, and so the goal would be to, yeah, get some kids, teach them how to fix bikes and, you know, eventually hire them here. You know, a couple of kids is kind of the work. Not much for kids around here. Yeah. To keep them busy. busy And then it really starts that, that culture of like, it is kind of cool and then they can fix their bikes that if they do bend their rim, they can mm-hmm. fix it themselves rather than telling their dad they need a whole new bike. Yeah. Um, Cause that's the dream is, yeah. you know, most of that stuff is fixable. They just don't know how, or there's no place to go to do it or nowhere. And nobody's going to teach them. Getting to air your tire was it was a thing. <laughs> like you had to walk to the local gas yeah. station and they got like, and I remember it was like a thing. It was like, Oh, well, air your you tire. It, you're done. Like it's quarter. over. You're done. Like your bike's over forever. Yeah. You have a flat tire. It's never going to work. <laughs> and then, and, <laughs> cause it, it was just, I was like the mentality because there was no repair. Repair. The only thing we knew how to repair is if your your chain popped. You you would throw your chain back on, and that was the limit. Like if your brakes went, like well now my bike doesn't have brakes. Yeah, <laughs> just and we just keep it moving. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, I feel like a lot of people probably because they don't know that you can fix things, and there's nowhere to get them fixed, so mm-hmm. they just scrap it and buy a whole new bike. Yeah, well, that's, like I was saying earlier, there's no there's nowhere yeah. close. So mm-hmm. you know you got to drive an hour in mm-hmm. one direction. So yeah, that's. We're hoping that this is going to change some of that. A, a cool thing too. I'm, I'm just trying to like I'm reliving my my, my childhood a little bit here. But the mm-hmm. uh, I remember our local police station used to do bike days, mm-hmm. and they would like down the school parking lot. They would they would say like, "Hey, no no parking." They would put cones up, and that you would go through and ride oh, yep. cones. That's they cool. call them bike rodeos. Yeah, and then they'd be like, then they you would bring your bike. They would take your name. They would flip your bike over, write the serial number on your bike. So if your bike got stolen in town, oh wow, the, the police yep. had the record of your serial number on your bike. That's pretty cool. Like that was a big thing. Like, yep. hey, make sure you register your bike with your local police department. Yep. So if it's stolen, it, we have it on file that it's That's yours. Cool. Like, yeah, the shop I worked at in Oregon, we would go to those events and do free repairs for all the kids that brought their bikes. Mm-hmm. So that they would bring them to us. We'd look it over, make sure it's safe, and then they would go and do the little course. Yeah, they would so, teach you really the. Cool. Like if you're turning left, turning right, yep. the, all the yep. signals. They all got free helmets to yep. make sure they're safe. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It's so weird. When I was a kid, I was so against helmets. And now I see kids without helmets. Without and I'm like, put a helmet out. on. Yeah. What are you doing? That's age no. for you, I think. So <laughs> my wife is descending on her bike uh, two years ago and got something called a speed wobble, which Ooh. is essentially where the frame reaches its like resonance. And so it starts to vibrate like uncontrollably. And she blacked out. She doesn't remember what happened, but she woke up. Uh, and just laying on the sidewalk, people screaming. Yeah. Um, and her helmet, but thankfully she was wearing one, but it looked like a shark took a bite out of it. Really? And had she not been wearing it, I mean, she would have died. Yeah. She got a concussion. Her, you know, she's got scars everywhere. But yeah. So, so like helmets are. Yeah. I know they look a little dorky, but they literally will save your life. <laughs> they That's tried everything. I never they tried to everything. For, they had the helmets with the mohawks on. Yeah. <laughs> still not doing it. Like I don't care if you put the Batman logo on. Yeah. I'm not wearing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and are you going to have all like everything? Yep. That's yeah, cool. we're gonna cool. carry all that stuff. So yeah, you would think with like kids, kids are stickering in it. Yeah, you're like, nice. You could really customize your helmet, and make it look cool. And those, what are the things now they do? Like the where they dip it in the, the um, like they do it like car parts and stuff. Plasti like, dip. Yeah, like the plasti dips. You can do like cool like take that. your helmet and, and get like a. I think you're onto something. Yeah. <laughs> 
I I seen it with like a lot with prosthetic legs. They'll do like a like the camo and they, they have oh, this big water tank yeah, and they yeah, dip yeah. it in the it's tank. Like that, it's like a water decal. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Throw some helmets in there. That'd be I like, think that's cool. It's just, it just trying to brainstorm ideas yeah. of just like how can we bring this community back for everybody, for kids, adults, parents maybe saying, hey, like now we're getting a trail in the area. Yeah. I would have buy myself a bike and a kid a bike. Um, I, th- I think the biggest... Or they don't want to have to drive their kid everywhere. So Yeah. yeah and I think that's been one bike, of the big yeah. things that's come out of the pandemic is pe- a lot of people did go and get outside and start mm-hmm. going on these trails because they were afraid to go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And so hiking trails and walking trails became a bigger thing. And so I think people are more excited to go and try and do that outside stuff because it, it feels safe. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping that's going to continue yeah. even as... This summer's going to be very better. interesting to see how it yeah. goes because I feel like a lot of people are stir crazy. Yeah. Um, a lot of people aren't going to bars anymore. I mean, there are still people who are in bars, but like a lot of people aren't going to really bars anymore. And they're like, this summer, like instead of planning concerts, like, hey, I had like... I don't have, I can't make plans to go to events. I can't go to sporting events. I can't do that. Like, so people are planning like, Hey, we could do like a walk and then, yeah. mm-hmm. and then we can go somewhere. We can get outdoor seating and get something to eat. Like disconnect. There's going to be ramifications for years. I think before yeah. people mm-hmm. really feel comfortable. I think the first time we like go to a restaurant that's like full, it's going to be like, yeah, really nerve wracking. I, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm already like that. I'm going to be hugging and kissing everybody. <laughs> I get like crazy if I go to the store. I'm just like, oh, oh the first, the first time they're like, no. Strikers is having a music event, and I can mm-hmm. go. I'm going to just be like, I'm going to put I myself in a bubble. So I'm be hugging everybody. I'll be in the corner even worse than I normally am. Yeah. <laughs> I, every time there's a music thing, I'm like, why do you bring your wife? Like, you just never bring her. I'm like, she hates this. She's, no, I don't, she's actually here. She's in the yeah, corner. Yeah. She's just here. And then I, when I do go, that's where I'm like in the corner. And then she comes over like. 13 minutes later, she's like, can we leave? And I was like, no. <laughs> Are we done yet? No. You're stuck here. This is they only played one song. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is cool because like I said, there's uh, you're here, then you have the brewery up the street. Mm-hmm. Um, you have right across the street coffee. is Press Coffee. Yeah. Love them. And they they yeah. do a lot of cool like music stuff or, yep. and, and, and it's a place to sit and read a book. And We need more local, like small things, like nice things, not be, just bars. Yeah. I think there's got to be this. I think a lot of people are... The pandemic didn't help, but I think a lot of people are apprehensive to try and start something on their own, mm-hmm. um, especially in a city like this where there's things happening, but there's, there isn't that critical mass yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really think that people just need to be a little braver and just try stuff. Yeah. Cause I think, you know, in a couple of years there's going to be, you know, five, six more businesses open and then there's gonna be people that wanted to do something. They're like, well, now I can't afford it. Now they're mm-hmm. all the storefronts are taken. Um, and Get so away, can. yeah, there's yeah. just, there is this, there's this push and there's this yeah. momentum that's building. You just have to be brave enough to try. What was uh, the what was the process for you going into that? So obviously you're friends with a lot of the, the people mm-hmm. who are who are really really the big force and, and drive mm-hmm. with with Bobby and and Abby. Yep. Uh, but how does someone who's maybe not a part of your friend group or your your group of people uh, contact them? Or what are some steps you can even say of how about finding a good business front? Sure, finding I mean, a there's business literally plan. an organization in Pottsville called Padco, the Pottsville area. Development Corporation, mm-hmm. I think is what it stands for. And they that's literally what they're for. It's all these business leaders and people like attorneys and lawyers to help with all that stuff that have come forward and said, we want to help, reach out to us. Yeah. And so I would say that's the best spot for these people. That's really cool. What they do is you kind of, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you, you kind of go there and you, you pitch to them what your business idea is. Well, so they had, before the pandemic hit, they had a program that was essentially like that, that was like, um, you could create a video and, and submit a business plan and do all that. Um, but that got put on hold with, with everything that's happened. So that should be coming back. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure what their plans are going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously the pandemic's affected. A Is, lot of does things. the PADCO have like a social media page or something they could reach out they have to a website? Or a website. Okay, yeah. cool. 
I, I could be wrong, but I, I remember some Yeah. Something like that. Somebody was telling me that you would, you would submit a business plan and, and, and you could, you didn't have to be someone who didn't have a lot of money or, no. uh, you would be like, Hey, I have this idea. I think it'd be awesome for downtown Pottsville. This is my plan. This is what I would do to do that. And then they would look at your idea and be like, okay, well, you don't have much business experience and stuff. This is what we would do to help you. Mm-hmm. And if we think it's kind of like a shark, like possible shark yeah. tank. And if we, we think your idea is good, basically. we will, we will help fund and mm-hmm. get you started. And I, I think that's good that more people in the area who, I, I don't want to like say when I say this, I'm not being negative, but they hold more of the chips, you know, mm-hmm. like, and, and like, it's like, like they're doing very well. They're, they're established, they're business owners, but they also know if more business comes in their area, it's only going to then help everybody. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we all want to see Pottsville do better. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I kind of hope it creates a, there is a little rivalry, like, oh, you're from this side of the mountain and that side of the mountain. Yeah. yeah. Or like, it sucks that Pottsville gets everything. Well, Pottsville, I hope it like transfers over to everybody. There's else. people who are proud to be in Pottsville. Yeah. And they're like, well, if Pottsville's doing it, we want to add to that and do it. So, so hopefully it sparks. I know Shenandoah's doing a big thing with their revitalization of, of their town. Mm-hmm. They're trying to do a lot. I hope that sparks more interest in and other that's towns. That's great. Yeah. The, the more business there is there, the better it is for everybody. Yeah. Like, yeah. there is a lot of like town tribalism in this area. Yeah. For sure. Where people are like, yeah, even just cross the mountain. It's yeah. crazy. I didn't really start experiencing Pottsville until like five years ago. And then I started coming over here and I met a buddy and he's in a band. And then it was like I was in Pottsville the whole time. And I was like, I didn't know half these businesses and things mm-hmm. existed. And I love I love the small businesses. Like I'd rather do that than go to like the mall. Like I love the little shops, just seeing what everybody has and all the different stuff. Like yeah. it's just so... And it, it's, it sucks because a lot of them are now gone. Yeah. You know? Like I wish... Yeah, I hope, I hope this like starts... A, thing and people start doing it more we used to walk around and go to like three or four of the thrift shops mm-hmm. and go to like the bakeries and then mm-hmm. uh before press there used to be sage mm-hmm. i used to yep. like you go to sage or like and then it's just like it was it was a good time like you can make a you can make a day in downtown possible just going to local business yes. and I, I i can't wait for that to mm-hmm. grow even more so and then going back to it yeah because that's the thing too is you know we all live here and so mm-hmm. like we want to see the city get better because it's where we live and right like we <laughs> Yeah. We want the place we live to be cool, and so we're gonna try and do stuff to to make it better. Uh, it's so it's tra- easy to sit we- around and and say like, "Oh, this place sucks. I hate it here." Then do, do something, something to make it better. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't, it's, don't be a part move. of the problem. I don't know. Yeah. yeah it's like me move, being yeah. like antagonistic here, but it's like it's the truth. Do, yeah. yeah like, but you're right. There's like, small stuff you can do. You yeah. don't have to start a business, but like you could just support. shop. Support. Yeah. Support or businesses. Yeah. Not be you know negative to everybody that's trying to do something because that's another thing. Yeah. Sucks. Oh yeah. Oh, you think you're gonna shut up. Go yeah. away. Like, well, I'm trying to make nice your life say, better. Don't say anything at all. <laughs> I, uh, that's why I started the podcast. It's, it's just like, well, why? I'm like, I'm proud to be a part of School County. Yeah. Like, I hear the School County and I'm proud to be a part of it. Like, I love it. I, when I hear 570, I get excited. That's me. <laughs> um, so when I, when, I, when I can meet a business owner or someone who's going to be doing something cool like this in the area, it excites me. And then like in my, just literally sitting here, I'm like, man, how awesome it would be like local business and there's a, a bike rack that you can put your bike into again. Like, yeah. oh, like yeah. those small things, like visual things, like yeah. that's a thing again. Like I'd be excited to see. to make the city look more alive. Yeah. yeah. Kids riding their bikes to schools. Yeah. You know, like all that stuff would be fun to see again. Like it's just, I think like how you're saying, we, we are very technology, like we've technology has killed a lot of cool things, but I think there, there could be a, a spot where we turn back and we go back to things that are like your childhood and doing them as adults and bringing some of that stuff back, like yeah. parks and playgrounds and riding your bikes. And there's so many trails that mm-hmm. people ride that quad use and all this. Yeah. We can turn a lot of that into walking even, trails. Yeah. I was just, even <clears throat> there's even a lot of walking trails that people don't know about. Yeah. 
we have waterfalls in the woods that people and, yeah and it's like you can't go there no more well instead of make it safe so people can go to yeah. them you know what i mean like there's so much cool stuff in our area to do and a lot of people own land they're not being used for coal really anymore just mm-hmm. this land is just kind of being sit sat there like mm-hmm. put some trails in there a lot of really neat stuff can come through it yeah um i was always my dream is like if i lived in Monte city and we get to a point where all these local towns have these cool shops and we have literally our whole thing is coal and trains like could you imagine taking the train to pottsville oh my gosh going I to see a band having a couple beers jump back on the train and go back to monty <laughs> city that'd be yeah. awesome it'd be what, like a 30 minute train ride it wouldn't be that bad <laughs> yeah. it'd be great no yeah. i mean that's great that's like that's like the kind of thing you can do in a night and not feel bad about like oh i gotta take this two hour yeah. train ride home it's like no i take a 30 minute train ride no. i don't have to drive yeah because that's what people are doing now they're just doing that except they're driving yeah, yeah. Like it's like we don't really have a lot of public transportation here, and we do like a bus system, but it's it shuts down at like six yeah. o'clock. Yeah, but. and like I feel like people don't know about it, or they don't know how to like or there's find like out a, about it. Yeah, you're like looked down on for using the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it doesn't take you where it needs yeah. where you need to be and stuff like that. Like I said, we have train tracks everywhere, yeah. and they all connect to each I wish town. Train, yeah, I wish I would. But everyone's like, I'd love to go to Jim Thorpe and ride the train. Well, push it for your own community. Like, it's we got train tracks. Yeah. yeah. Like, everyone's like, oh, we love downtown Jim Thorpe. Well, that's because that town has taken pride yeah. in what they do. They yeah. keep their streets clean. Like, people are all on board. They're all like-minded. And now it's a tourist destination. Yeah. This, every town in school county can be yeah. that. And I think Pottsville has the, the potential to, yeah. to be that and maybe even be better. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to take a long time. You know, it's not going to happen in a year. But mm-hmm. I think I think we're on on the track. The right track yeah. yeah. So and it's hopefully exciting. it'll start it for the local other towns. Yeah, it'd be so towns. cool. Like I wish every town could be like Jim Thorpe, mm-hmm. and I love going to Jim Thorpe. But there's but like people are like oh the old the old theater the old mm-hmm. you know jail where you can take a tour. Like there every town has something like that, right. but it's just kind of not being used. You know, and it's 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 exciting. I I really enjoy yeah. what the downtown Pottsville Vitalation is doing, and I hope it gives everyone else a rub. Yeah, yeah. I'm just a tiny part. Like yeah. I'm just trying to start a bike shop, and yeah. Well, but, 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 but yeah, you're brave yeah. enough to do it, and you're the one putting yeah. yourself out there to do it. And I'm I'm excited. Like just the fact that we were talking before, like seeing a bike lane in Pottsville, or seeing mm-hmm. like you can like people riding bikes, and it's more common thing. Like. It, it's it's exciting yeah. and this is the small this is what's getting the the wheel turning i guess yeah. i think if we can start getting once we open it we can start getting some like group rides out of here mm. having the community see like a group of five or six guys and girls right. on bikes it's like oh that is a thing you can do because mm-hmm. like i ride on all the roads because legally i can but i get i get people shouting at me telling me to get off the road it's like <laughs> <They're real loud. laughs> i don't know we're supposed to ride then. yeah that would be the biggest obstacle is getting people to understand like there's cities who have figured yep. that out mm-hmm. well where people are accustomed to it I, I i really think it's just seeing it right because mm-hmm. you know in pottsville there's like two or three guys that are riding around on a bike and so if you're a driver you almost never see it and so it's weird when you see one mm-hmm. but if we can get to the point where people are coming in and out of here on bikes people start to see it more and then it starts to get in their brain they're like oh bikes are around bikes are a thing uh, and it starts to break down that like they learn the rules yeah mm-hmm. where people are like oh okay you know for his, it's a crazy thing to even think about but like crosswalks in our area didn't become oh. a thing until like five years ago <laughs> they still people it's, just people don't yeah. even yeah it was just the, instead of a crosswalk that's where you inched your car up as quick as, as much as possible <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah and and I think that the local police had a good job of, of t- like not so much going crazy because what you can have too is like hundred tickets and then everyone's oh, like, yeah. well, I hate the bikers now because everyone's getting ticket because they're in a bike lane. It's like, no, maybe you have to do a few where you're egregious, but more and more it's like, hey, just give you a heads up. This is what we're doing. This is a part of, it's going to be a part of our thing now. Yeah. yeah. And it's good for everybody mm-hmm. getting more people around. 
Yeah, I'm I'm pumped. I think what you're I think what you have started here is gonna be a lot of fun. It's the tune ups and everything. Yeah, um, it's exciting. What what was some of the different the culture changes from a, like a school county to Chicago <laughs> to an Oregon? <laughs> I mean, it's definitely big. Uh, so, you know, it's a small town out here. The quad. Yeah, I don't yeah, think just, that's legal, right? So we can't get bikes in town. But no, quad. That's a cool. quad on Mahantongo Street. No Not helmets. No <laughs> helmets either. None. None. No helmets. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Moving to Chicago was. <clears throat> I had always wanted. I was one of those people that when I when I left the area, I was like, "This place sucks. Never coming back." Uh, moved to Chicago. Had always wanted to live in a big city, um, and it was great. I, I had a blast. I loved Chicago until winter. Winter was not great. <laughs> oh. But the thing is, when you move places, you kind of get used to it quickly. And it becomes like, it just becomes part of the part of every day. But uh, yeah, it just Chicago kind of became too much. There's just too much to do, too much to see. I kind of wanted to try something a little different. So I moved back, um, came out, was living on with my parents, living on a farm again, trying to slow things down. Um, and then... Didn't really have a lot of opportunities to do the things I wanted to do out here because there just aren't a lot of jobs right now. And, you know, it's getting better, but it's still a little rough. Um, and so picked up and moved to Oregon uh, and started pursuing the bike thing out there. Yeah. But, I, I, I mean, Oregon is... Beautiful. Portland like, is a trip. Like, everything you see in Oregon, it just looks like it's the most beautiful <laughs> place on earth. It is. And there's, like, Portland gets you acclimated to some weird stuff. Like, there was this time where I was walking downtown... And I literally saw a guy with a cape and a top hat on a unicycle carrying a pizza. And you're just like, you just don't even bat an eye. You're just like, yeah, whatever. I mean, that's just Portland. You just like get used to this weird I need to be stuff. There. Where I there's like just like. But like Schuylkill County is kind of like that. You see some <laughs> weird stuff. Like I saw a guy with an iguana on his back on a leash like, in Shenandoah. It's like, it's. School you see a, lot of stuff. <laughs> you see a lot of stuff. <laughs> just take a trip to Walmart at three in the morning. <laughs> I can't wait for that to come back. You can't even be in Walmart past certain times now. Oh, right? Yeah, they close up. I think they only open like, like seven to Dude, nine or something. I, I don't know. It's, it's been like two years. I haven't been in public places really where I don't even know. Like, I panic. I don't know rules. I try to avoid it. I panic. I walk into a gas station. People, people, look people like, just seem meaner. You're wearing a mask. What's wrong yeah, with you? People just seem a lot meaner. Like, I mean, before they didn't care either, but now it's just like, they just don't see political climate. Maybe did that a little bit where everyone just, everyone's out to get everybody. Yeah. The government's, they just don't yeah. see each other and just want to walk right through you. And yeah, I hope crazy. that all goes away once yeah. people can, we start. have become super isolated in the last year. So yeah. yeah, I think you might be onto something there. Yeah. And then they forget and how to be social or being isolated. Polite. And then just every, everything is just when you're, when you're isolated and you're on your internet and you're on your phone and you're on this and the yeah. algorithms are designed to either make you super happy yeah. or super angry. Yeah. And it's just, it's, I've been trying to avoid it cause it's just crazy. Yeah. It's, it just it's, gets it's, too much. it's silly, but, yeah. um, so a, a fun connection here. This is going to be my cue for, <laughs> Oh God, he go? oh, <laughs> he's doing an action shot through a spot. Um, <laughs> Going through the folks. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna try to maybe cue Nikolai here to put his camera down. Come sit down. So oh, one of the connections here is is uh, you guys used to. Oh, well, I was there, but I don't I don't remember you. you didn't actually work. Uh, I worked there. I was there for like 15 minutes. I think I did like three things, but it yeah. was more of a hangout spot for me. But you're part. Definitely. You're part of a uh, a group that means a lot to us. It it does. It does. Strangely, like, it, it does. does. You're you're kind of part of a fan. Like I didn't realize this until we started talking, and then knowing that you were part of this, and it's still a, a huge deal to us with our group of friends. Like you're part of the Fye family. Yeah, started there in 2006. Yeah, 
wow. fresh faced 16 year old. Wow. It's crazy. I actually, uh, so I applied to the Fairlane Mall, FY. So we had two, Fairlane yep. and Frackville. Oh my God, I don't even remember that. Uh, yeah. Oh man, I, I'm an OG. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember one in Fairlane at all. Yeah, I so I worked, I, got, I applied there and then they needed somebody at the one in Frackville. And I was living in Schuylkill Haven. And so it's like way further to drive. Mm. But I was like, I don't know, Frackville's a way cooler store. <laughs> 16 year old me is like, I'm gonna work there. <laughs> Even though it's like an extra 20 minute drive. Uh, yeah, so I started there in 2006. Who are some of the people you started with? Uh, I worked with a guy named Josh Coulet. I think that's his last name. He was the store manager. Um, there was an, another Josh who I can only remember as Josh too. <laughs> Josh one and Josh too. Uh, there was a guy named Jeff. Uh, and a girl named Mary who ended up like, working at the shoe store yeah. across the, across the way that I worked with, uh, there. So not only did I work at FYE, but I also worked at shoe department. I worked at Brackney leather. Oh, I, was like, I worked oh. at Brackney leather. I was like all over that <laughs> Brackville mall. Uh, <laughs> the, yeah, I did. I did the, boss the, the only not bon white bon. girl selling Confederate <laughs> flag stuff to people. I remember a guy came in yelling about it once and I was like, she came home and she goes, what's the big deal with this confederate flag? I'm like, oh. I was like, this guy came flipping out. I thought he was going to beat up the owner. I was like, <laughs> well, I worked like, every, I worked like Sears, Bonton. I was Brackney, FYE for FYE. 13 minutes. Uh, the, the movie theater. Um, the old movie theater. The old movie theater. <laughs> uh, that's it. I only worked, I had two jobs. I was just, I was a stay hard. I was, I was a stay at the You're movie theater. You're just hanging out at the mall. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> if I wasn't hanging out, like if I wasn't hanging out at FYA, I was hanging out at GameStop for just yeah. hours upon hours talking to people who work there, selling games to people as not even as a customer. <laughs> yeah. Like someone would walk in, they're like, Oh man, I'm really looking for a movie. And I'd be like, Who are you looking for? And they're like, Okay, stranger who yeah. just came up and talked to me weirdly, and then we become like best friends. Yeah. And they're like every time I would come up from work and he's like, I'm at the mall, just meet me up here. I'd always, for, I'd always in four it. hours just hanging out at the register just talking to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I came home with a giant movie poster. She's like, stop hanging out at the mall. <laughs> it was like a hangout spot. I, I loved yeah, going there. That's where it was. It's, our family. it's crazy. Uh, Time Magazine actually came when that mall died and did an interview. And so if you like look back in the archives, I got interviewed by Time Magazine about Whoa. that mall closing. Yeah, it was uh, heartbreaking. Cool. Like, I'm official. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. It was, it I got was, my name in the records. It was super heartbreaking, man. Was like that was that was a huge thing. Like I don't think we'll ever get I mean, we have the Pottsville Mall, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but not much. It's, it's all just like outlets now. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it was I remember, I'm not afraid to admit it, the the night like the last thing the mall had was the movie theater. And that was our spot. Like that was we, we would literally work at FYE, close, and then go see like the eleven o'clock movie. Go have a couple of beers, <laughs> get some food. Like we had a drink. We did it all the we time. We had the black wool drink yeah. at the movie theater. Like and then with that became a family. Like the, the movie theater yeah. became our family. Um, we were really excited, hoping that this would become a theater, yeah. and it, uh, yeah. unfortunately, it didn't. But uh, but yeah, the night we're like, this is it. We're closed. This is the last movie you're ever going to see here. I you went and seen Insidious, Insidious three. by herself by myself. <laughs> there was like two other people in the theater. I'm so excited. And I'm not even a Star Wars person, but I was like, I think the last movie I'm going to see here is going to be a well, Star Wars. You thought it was the last movie to be playing, so you're like, I'm going to go see this. That's be the last was. movie. And it, hers actually was. <laughs> 50, <laughs> her, hers was hers actually technically was 15 minutes longer. So she's seen so, the last yeah. movie. Um, but yeah, we left and I was like walking out. I was like, sad. I was like, I'm going to cry. Like, I'm going to like, this is the last time I'm ever going to be in this mall. And it was, it was I've a, said goodbye to that place like four times. Yeah. <laughs> I just kept sucking me back in. Yeah. yeah but once yeah, you, once you too. finally said like, bye, I was, was like, oh, I'm only going to 
work one job and i was like no and then i, I go came back, back to the mall then i came back the next day and bought a chair yeah yeah we bought a chair <laughs> we bought a movie theater chair um so you never really leave I yeah. think you guys have the movie chair. Yeah. I have the FYE sign from outside, up front. <laughs> I don't know if you know about that. No. Yeah, the day that we closed Like the it, sign sign? Yeah, I have I it in my basement. Sound system. That's all I took. Awesome. Yeah. The what? I took the sound system. Yeah. Oh, Did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the speakers are right over there. I brought them over in here. Oh, that's awesome. So I have two of the speakers that came out of the FYE. At this store. It's beautiful. Does I mean, they're nice ladder? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the rickety ladder my dad has. <laughs> yeah. We just picked that place clean. Yeah. <laughs> that I have some of the track wall. lights. <laughs> have like the stands? <laughs> Don't we have the stands? A bunch of... Oh, I have a mannequin half. Oh, like I do too. I have the top half. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And now that I have this place, it can like finally not be weird because I can like put a shirt on yeah, it and it's yeah. just like not weird to have it in my room. Just like this yeah. weird chest. <laughs> I remember when I brought it home, my parents were like, what is this? And I'm like, I don't know, but it's sick. I, I don't know what I'm going to use it for, but I, like, I love this thing. <laughs> well, here's a, here's a top secret question. Uh, FYE question. Did you know about the hole in the wall? The hole in the wall? The hole? Behind the TV? Behind the, where the castle was? Oh, yeah. Did you, yeah. Did you ever where crawl through it? Used to be. Yeah, did you ever crawl through and explore? I did. Uh, I did once, yeah. And like the old McDonald's or whatever yep. break room. Yeah, the old McDonald's break yeah. room. That connected to where the Chick-fil-A was. Yeah. I, yep. I never went in the hall. I was working on the t-shirt wall when you guys a, were playing. There was a safe back there. <laughs> what? There was a safe back there on yep. the right side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was like, we, we said the one day we were yeah, going to Yeah, the Purple Castle. It was like a, this like oh. weird thing to Narnia. I actually have <laughs> the flags. <from> the, <laughs> yeah, I took those too. <laughs> it was... It's it's one of those things that I, I feel like if someone did like a brief stint working at the mall, this would be a little nostalgia thing for mm-hmm. you. Sorry, we're not talking about the, the bike <laughs> thing at the mall. But uh, who who are some? Like obviously, you still talk to Nikolai. Like so, us it was it was uh, Kayla, Brian. us Brian, Kevin, Serena, yeah. Nikolai. So I mean, I worked there on and off from 2006 to 2017. So I was like, I've seen every different era come through there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was there before Brian, which like. To anybody Crazy to think like, about. Yeah, yeah. To anybody that's like been around FYE that probably blows their mind. Yeah. like he was the, he started in like 2007 or 2008. He was yeah. probably at uh, KB Toys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He got recruited. Yeah. And it's funny because now you, you work with the Weavers and he's up at Bob Weavers. Uh-huh. Now. Well, I helped him get that job there. Yeah. Because when FYE was closing, I was friends with Bobby and I, they're always, look, they're always hiring mm-hmm. um, salesmen. Uh, and I was like, hey, Brian, I, Feel like you'd be good at this thing. Like, he's well. Yeah. He came one of their top salesmen. Like, yeah, and he's killing it. Yeah. I saw him the other day, and he was yeah, he's just crushing it. Uh, he's so smart. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I I mean, he definitely did more. I just kind of poked him in that direction. Yeah. I, I didn't get him the job. He's just a personal yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. And he was always going to do well at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, do you have uh, any do you have any fun FYE stories or experiences you have? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I don't want to like. I'm not going to name names, but there was a time where this was like very early on. I was, well, okay. I'll tell two stories that I thought of at the time. The first one's not as bad. On my first day there, the store manager asked me to vacuum the store. And like, if anybody remembers that store, it was huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like dead to his face. was just like, uh, I actually don't know how to vacuum. Like I've never vacuumed before in my life. I don't really know how. And he was like, uh. and so he just vacuumed. <laughs> I just really didn't want to. And I was like, I don't think this is going to last forever. But like, at least today I can pretend I don't know how to vacuum and he'll just do it. I would just pretend to be busy so that they wouldn't ask me to vacuum. Um, I don't think that's what I ever got vacuumed. It did. I did it, did, it a few it times. Definitely it definitely did. did. Yeah. I did a time. Oh, yeah. Uh, I did it a few times. Never. But like, I would try to be busy uh, with something miserable. else. Because yeah. you had to move the cord like six different times. Yep. Uh, Find miserable. a new spot to plug yeah. it in. Listen, I would much rather do that than the t shirt wall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. 
See, I yeah. actually liked doing the t-shirt walk. I did it one time on that rickety ladder with <laughs> Kayla and came in the next day and they're like, oh, oh you so, guys were changing the things. Yeah. So they're, they and were they're all like, wrong. by the way, <laughs> Kayla had the wrong paper. Yeah, wrong so planners <laughs> last month. Yeah. And I was, like, I, I, was like, I was like, I fucking hate you. That was the worst when you had to do the planner and like you couldn't find the stuff that you needed. See, I love doing planner. Like that's the planner was great. When you yeah. could find everything. But I remember the one time Kayla and I were just stuck and we couldn't, none of the stuff was there. And we were like, I we worked, can't do this. I worked at the Chicago FYE. So I worked at also 11 different FYEs. Which is wow. Cool. Oh, I, yeah. I have been around, man. That's I like, crazy. I could, yeah, I could tell stories about that company. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I've <laughs> like seen some stuff. Uh, man, it was wild. Actually, at the Chicago FYE, um, the store manager was really good friends with R. Kelly. They just like knew him. And so on her, well. on her birthday, <laughs> he came in with a cake singing to her. Oh and so like, gosh. I'm just this dude behind the counter and freaking R. Kelly walks in <laughs> singing to my store manager. Uh, How old was she? Uh, oh. Like his age. Okay. No, she was like his age. For sure. Uh, it was crazy. Um, but no. So the other story, again, not going to name the person, but... <laughs> It was early on in my time before Brian, before anybody else like that. And I thought uh, we were going to say this one story. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, a store manager came uh, and the manager on duty was in the break room and had a portable DVD player and was watching an adult film on his break <laughs> and got caught. Uh, I'm, and the way that I, I don't know if this is true or not, but the way I remember the story is he also had his pants down. Oh, oh. And so like. That was pretty rough. That was one of the worst things. Yeah. And I'm just like out in the front by myself, just like <laughs> I not knowing that that's I, going on back I think there. if you would have done that towards the end of the stage at FYE, it just would have became a joke. Yeah. I, you wouldn't even have gone, <laughs> No one even cared. I, don't, I think it's impossible to get fired from FYE <laughs> yeah. towards the end. Impossible. Over here, maybe. Yeah, at ours. Because for sure. We would like, we people would be stealing stuff and we'd chase them down. You can't. Oh, You're not supposed Brian to. Brian chased yeah. the guy all the yeah. way past Kev, Cracker Brown. Like, yeah. Kev, like, so, <laughs> Kid and like, I caught a guy who worked at the Annie Ann's across the way. Oh. So, like, when you're working at FYA and you look straight across, you can see like Arby's and Annie Ann's. Yeah, yeah. Annie Ann's is on the left. And I walked back to where the adult films were, and he had one broken open and had the like, was trying to steal it, had the disc out. He's like sitting on the ground with his like, his legs splayed in his Annie Ann's uniform. Oh my. And he's got the disc in his hand, and I walk over and he throws it. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, I just wanted to see what the disc looked like. And I'm like, no, you're clearly stealing. <laughs> oh, oh my God. And so I just like walked across the hallway and told his manager, I was like, hey, you guys trying to steal some porn. <laughs> like, what is happening? Because I don't want to have to like look at that guy all every day the, and just yeah. be like, I know that that's the dude who tried to steal porn. Or just stare him down all day. I was like, day. he needs to go. <laughs> well, what, what was the weirdest part about it? the fact that he was stealing porn? Or what, what type of genre <laughs> porn was it? Well, all of the stuff there was like soft core, so it was yeah. like, I don't know. <laughs> was it like but, nun porn? You're like, you're the uh, nun porn guy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you aware of the, uh, the Frank and Weenie story? Frank oh, and yeah. So I was, oh, that was Frank the first time I became the uh, assistant manager <laughs> temporarily. So there's a, there's a gentleman, uh, we'll just say his name is Miles. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> is it real name or not? <laughs> we'll find out. We won't say his last name. Uh, but Miles was opening the store one day. Because I got the call. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because uh, Brian was on va- or yeah. a baby at the time, right? Yeah. yeah. So the store manager called. Well, anyway, I won't interrupt. He, he was opening the store. And what you'd do is you'd open the gate like a quarter of the way. You'd crawl underneath, get the store ready, and you'd kind of leave it like that for the next person to kind of come in. And uh, he... 
I guess, wanted to show his strength that day and wanted to fire the gate up. <laughs> yeah, he did it every time. And when he fired the gate up, the gate up, it had a little hook. It has a, it has a handle that you turn sideways to yeah, like, lock it. it. Mm-hmm. And so it was pointed up because it was unlocked. And uh, somehow that got through his pants and uh, cut his penis from the base to the tip. I feel like this is a mortifying story, but it's it's funny. So if you need a visual, uh, (laughs) you ever put like a hot dog in the microwave (laughs) and it splits? Uh, So now you're getting a phone call saying... So I got a phone call from the district manager. Yeah. That's like, hey, (laughs) this dude just ripped his dick off. (laughs) I need you to come into work. I'm like, what are you talking about? That's hilarious. How did he do that? What? People are going to listen back and they'll be like, you picked a vacuum story over this? <laughs> <laughs> That's the that one, one that you didn't out. want to tell <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, so Then so. I became assistant manager for a few weeks, uh, which was, yeah. The well, funny thing is, is the person who this is, he, you know, he, he, uh, he was the type of person that, <laughs> Not that you didn't feel bad, but it became it then became the joke. I thought you know it was a mean? joke like, for real. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't believe it. I was like, "That's such a weird thing." I, I, I made like, him, I made him draw a picture of what it now looks. I'm pretty like. sure I asked to see it, but I was like, "No, I don't know." <laughs> he probably pulled it out right in the store and showed <laughs> because that was the that was just FYE at that point. But yeah, and he was very proud of it. He was like, "Yeah, I, I did it." He's like, "He's like," he told him telling the story. He's like, he went in the back and he just put his hand down and he pulled out <laughs> a handful of blood. And it was just a handful of blood. He's yeah. like, "I'm dead." I'm, like, what do I do at this point? That game was like kind of heavy though. Yeah. Like, Every like you I don't think it it's going to be, and then you're just, yeah. <laughs> and the, the best part is, if you know the district manager without saying who it is, you can't imagine him in that kind of situation no, <laughs> like no, at all. I'm telling you what it is. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah so that was a story there. The, uh, for me at the movie theater, I worked the one time we had a really bad snowstorm. And it was like a blizzard, and all the truck drivers were stuck because the interstate was closed. So I, I got a ride up from my dad. And uh, I wasn't a great employee. I was a high school kid, like or fresh out of high school, or around that time. And I wasn't cleaning bathrooms. If like it was you're like, supposed if to it be. was puke or piss or poop or if it smelled bad, I have a weak stomach. Can't do it. I'm never gonna do it. And I told him straight up, I'm like, I will, I will clean theaters. I'll sweep popcorn. If you send me to a bathroom and someone dis- destroyed it, I'm not touching it. Like I'll quit right there and there. <laughs> so I, when I when it was my turn or the days I was an usher, I would come in and I would just write my initials <laughs> straight down the block for bathroom checks. I would go in if through it. Yep. <laughs> I would go in if there was to- if there was tissue on the floor. I would sweep it up. I would change the trash bag and I'd get out of there. That was the <laughs> limit of what I did in the bathroom. So blizzard, barely anyone's there, just kind of going through the motions and. Uh, Go in the bathroom, didn't notice anything, come out and just kind of hanging out at the front of the front there. And uh guy comes out and he goes, hey, uh, you got an issue in your bathroom. <laughs> and I go, what? And he goes, I think there's a guy dead in there. And I went, <laughs> no. <laughs> sure enough, he was dead. <laughs> uh, I guess he went in the bathroom and sat down and I guess either had a heart attack or something. And he was a truck driver from out of the state and he died in the bathroom and then uh my boss came up and he's like well the coroner comes in they take him out the whole nine and my boss is like well how long was he in there was he in there for and they're like it was probably over an hour (laughs) (laughs) during that time you cleaned the bathroom (laughs) he looked right at me and goes well weren't you doing bathroom checks i went you got me (laughs) 
<laughs> you got me. Um, but that became like legend because then people start saying the movie theater was haunted and yeah. and they're like the rumor is a guy died. Like, oh, he hundred percent did. Yeah, the new movie theater people were like, "There's definitely someone." There's like a little girl up there. They used to tell us all these ghost stories. Yeah, and they're like the one theater. We're like, no, someone really did die. Because I remember I went in the theater. They told me the story. We were after work hours, and I'm like, "What theater do you think is haunted?" And they literally like showed me, and they're like, "This, this row of seats always moves and stuff." And I was like, "Interesting." So we went in, and I was kind of like mapping out my head, and I was like. Fun fact, that row of seats is pretty much to a T exactly where the men's bathroom would have been. And they're like, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, well, how do you know he actually died? Like, I worked there. I I probably could have helped him not be dead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In my defense, I think he was sitting down. Sure. And then eventually fell off. And that's when they found him because he fell to the floor. Um, it's not funny a man died, but no. it's just funny my incompetence. And, and that, that was my, <laughs> one, that was one of my craziest stories. Um, I still think finding a guy with his penis split from a gate is a lot funnier. But uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, the FYE. But yeah, that, that's kind of been like a family thing for us. Like we, yeah. we've, we've went on vacations together. We hang out with each other. And, <laughs> We've done. Oh, we've attempted a vacation together. That wasn't. I mean, you take people but we're from all FYE. Still friends. Yeah, we're all still friends. Yeah. Most anyone else would not be friends after that vacation. <laughs> no. Yeah, but we're the FYE family, and yeah. we we go. Through we were the, gonna get tattoos, but we never followed through. <laughs> yeah, so, they were gonna be tramp stamps with the FYE logo with the wings. Yeah. It's sold now. Yeah. I actually did a mock-up in Photoshop. Yeah. He's out. Yeah, I've been uh, trying to get Kevin to get any type of tattoo. Yeah. He, he's not budging. He left me at the altar, would say, <laughs> at a tattoo convention in Atlantic City. Uh, me, Brian, and Miles, or maybe his name is Miles, <laughs> went to uh, like Atlantic City for the weekend. Like and, a boys uh, weekend. Like a boys weekend. And we, I, I suck at gambling and I'm more uncomfortable. If I lose 20 bucks, I'm like, that's my hour of work. Mm-hmm. Plus a couple more dollars. I plus can't. Another couple hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> couple hours. So I need to uh, not spend any more. And I'm like, so we found a tattoo convention. And I was like, Kevin, you know, Notre Dame just won that day. And we're drunk. And I'm like, let's get Notre Dame tattoos. <laughs> like little And Kev's like, I'm in. So we go in. <laughs> and Kev's like, we, we get the price. We get everything. The guy's like, you're going to go first. And I was like, all right. And Kev's like, I'm going to go get the money. I'll be back. And I was like, he ain't coming back. So, <laughs> and I, I looked at the guy. I'm like, can you draw a Batman? <laughs> so I got a Batman tattoo. And Kevin came, came back and goes, thought you were getting a shamrock. I said, no. He goes, why? I said, because I knew you weren't getting tattooed. He goes, fucking ain't right. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so he left me in a tattoo convention. Um, at the altar. He left me at the altar. And that's the, that was the same weekend, too. We uh, The same thing. We were, this girl comes out of the room. Very, very pretty girl. And uh, she has a basket. She's like, can we? And we're like, we're out. We're heading to the tattoo convention. That's how we learned about it. And she goes, can you guys help me carry my stuff in? And I was like, yeah, why not? We'll help you out. So I'm carrying this basket. I'm like, this is fucking heavy. And I'm carrying this basket. And uh, she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm like a burlesque dancer. I'm going to go up and dance on stage. And I was like, and then we just looked at each other. We're like, going to go see that. We're going to go see. What- <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go see her performance. Um, so she gets on stage and uh, she brings the basket out and she puts it right to the front of the stage and uh, she she goes to then pull the curt like the little blanket that was on top of it and she pulls it <laughs> off the bank the thing that I was carrying and uh, it's a huge snake in there <laughs> and I hate snakes uh, and I just was so looking at this pretty girl that I didn't even you realize that I was snake. carrying a python <laughs> in a in a Wizard of Oz basket. <laughs> And me and Kevin, we got so far away from that stage. As soon as she pulled it off, like we looked at each other, we're like, 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, and I believe that's the same girl who was part of the freak show that was in Pottsville. Oh, was it? I think it was Scarlet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, we met her just randomly. I, I'm pretty sure that's who it was. I could be wrong though, but. You're probably wrong. I might be wrong. But yeah, <laughs> our frack film mall stories. Yeah. yeah. You remember, Vir- was Virgil there when you were there? Virgil. Virgil the wrestler. The guy I who like, he was there. signings in front of Brackney Leather. Oh, like, wet, like He like lived there. But the, yeah. yeah so. He was always like, I'm here with the million dollar man. He was always there randomly. So. Yeah. Or if I do, I remember him. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, any other, any other funny FYE ones? Um, I don't know. Um, one of the things that always made me laugh about Brackney not about FYE, but same mall. Yeah. Um, I don't ever remember the quote, but like when they, in Star Wars, when they go to the one canteen or whatever, there's like, there's never been a greater hive of scum or villainy. Something, I, I'm butchering the quote. Yeah. But when you would go to the back room of Brackney and walk out on the store, it was written above the door frame. <laughs> so when you would walk into the store, you'd walk underneath that quote. <laughs> it's like, there's never been a greater. That whatever. store was so bad. It was always uh, cold. Was that quote there when you were heat. there? I don't even remember. It was so bad. There was no heat ever. It was freezing. Yeah. There's also nothing. She told me she's going to start working. I'm like, that is the weirdest store for you to be at. It was yeah, the, it was weird. It wasn't the worst job, but it was, there were many, many days where I would open in the morning, you'd count out the cash drawer, and then you'd close at night, nothing and it was the exact happened. same path. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, nothing all who was day. Just sat here who was the guy who worked at that was really cool? He Rob. Was, Rob. Yeah. 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 Rob was I, cool. I want to say Katrina worked there at one point. Everybody's worked there. Alexis worked there. We, I remember we were working at FYE and people were like, we got to go over and get sized up for assless chaps because <laughs> Katrina's working. All chaps are assless. Yes. Otherwise they'd be pants. <laughs> yeah. Nikolai. No, that was the joke yeah. about it. Like, we're going to go do this. Yeah, I, art. I used to go like in high school by bell buckles. Oh, I that literally just popped into my head. I thought buckles. I thought it was so fucking funny. I'd walk around with these huge bell buckles that I get from oh, Brackney Leather. I had a guy who I made a belt for because that was the other thing we would do. That yeah, make belts. Yeah. And he, he was like a young kid, probably like in his twenties. Walked Maybe up. You. It might have been me. It wasn't me. Because I always fucked up my belt, and I'd be like, can you put another hole in this? No. He, I was making him a belt, and you'd always ask, like, hey, like, where do you wear your pants? Because you want to make it so it fits oh, around no. that. And he, like, pulled them up to, like, right below his, <laughs> his pants. And I was like, Dude. really? And I was like, yep. He was, like, 22. And so I just, like, cinched it around, and he was like, tighter. So I made this belt for a guy. He was, like, wearing a corset. Yeah. Maybe he's always uh, getting pants, and he's like, not happening today. They never happen to me again. It's like when you're like, I was like, where do, where do these Confederate flags and these people who think they're from the South, like, where did this? And I'm like, I practically that's, where, that's it. That's, that was their store. Yeah. <laughs> like, how we're reminiscent about FYE. That was their, man, I miss Brackney Leather. Yeah. They're like, aren't they in Hazleton now? I yeah. I think, I think they, they are, are the Hazleton I Mall. So. I believe so. Yeah. But yeah, I worked at 11 different stores, closed them all. Wow. None of them exist anymore. That's yeah, awesome. I was at Sears when they How closed How many FYEs are actually going right now? I think... Well, the uh, company got sold. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. It's still Over- FYE, but like... Yeah. It, it tried to become like a toy store some, then, eventually. Yeah. Actually, when I moved to Oregon, I got a transfer to the store in Salem where I was moving. Um, and then I went there. So I was 27 at the time. Met everybody because I was going to be a manager there and it was going to... I needed. <laughs> I just needed a job. And I, I went out there and met everybody, and the whole staff was like 19. Mm. And I just thought to myself, like, are these going to be all my friends? Is this going to be people that I know? And I just never came back. <laughs> they put me on the schedule, and I just never showed up. They never called. I really don't think they actually wanted me there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but, yeah. Or I were just you, went were to you, one. Were you aware of the Frankenstein card? 
Frankenstein card? I don't know if that was like that a was towards card. the, that the might discount have been card where if you needed oh, a discount. Everybody had one? Yeah. Well, yeah. no, we would just use the same yeah. one and it was Frankenstein's. I don't remember that, but yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. his name was funny. because we, <laughs> we remembered it. Yeah. yeah. Well, fun fact. Well, they started giving them out for free at the end. Yeah. <laughs> well, Frankenstein never had to renew <laughs> his. He was just like, I still have that? And like, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. He actually was, he became like a resident person at the movie theater. Yeah. And we like became friends with them. And I remember like the, we were literally at work one day. We're like, we need, we need 20% off this. We're like, all right. Make sure you use cash. Don't use your own card. <laughs> yeah. Or like Frankenstein. But we swipe. would also pay for his subscription. Yeah. yeah. Like when it would run out. So mm-hmm. it was like, and then we're sitting at, at, at the movie theater bar and we're talking to this guy. I'm like, yo, you're fucking cool as hell. I'm like, what's your name, man? He goes, Frankenstein. I go, <laughs> and I think I even said, I'm like, do we? <laughs> we told him. Yeah. yeah. Well, eventually, well, once, totally the, once the store it. closed, I'm like, you probably were FY's <laughs> number one customer. Sales because your card was used for every so sale. often. <laughs> Somebody got us caught once, or someone used their yeah, card. Yeah, they used their card. Yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> another fun <laughs> thing. There's people would bring movies in, and they'd be like, "Ah, oh, this movie's only worth like a dollar." <laughs> and I'm like, "All right," and I'd be like, "I'll give you two. That was the worst. <laughs> and then, well, then movies. they would come up and they'd be like. Well, what movies are you looking for? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and it would always be like the or, day that they were released. They would, the day they after. Would they would come up everything. at like, yeah. like 10 o'clock as soon as the gate opened. Yeah. They'd be like, hey, I have all these brand new movies. Mm. Oh, yeah? You didn't steal these? <laughs> They'd be like waiting outside the gate. Yeah. yeah. Remember the cat pee movies? Mm. Oh. I hated doing that. I'm, me and Kayla at the counter. Out. I opened one box and it hit me. And like I said, <laughs> not good with smells. And uh, it was like a litter box. Like it, it was still wet, I think, from the cat. And I opened it and I was like, Right, and I looked at Kay like I'm out, and I just went right to the back. That was your last. The day. one box we opened had a needle in. Oh, yeah. I, like break. I hated doing it. I hated checking them. I would try to like get yeah. out of it if I could. I hated doing it. The only reason, the Gross only way it was good when you had car, when uh, like oh digital code yeah. <laughs> or they're like new movies. Yeah. Halfway <laughs> in years. Yeah, it's I mean like this. Yeah, it's for me. It's definitely this part of my life that feels like it was so long ago. I kind of forget about it. Uh, but yeah. I was there for on a and long off for time. 10 That's years. crazy. Yeah, yeah, when you messaged me, I was like, oh, we're, I'm going to do a podcast at, this, at the bike shop in Pottsville. Like, my buddy Tim hooked <clears> me up with it. And he's like, Alan. And I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, I, I know him from FYE. And I was like, yeah, I was really excited. I was like, I can't miss this. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're going to have fun remember. stories. So, do you have your question <laughs> lined up? <laughs> okay. <laughs> were you stabbed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I so, like, I met you once and you told me the story about getting stabbed. <laughs> When they were saying, I was like, I don't know if I remember. Then I was like, maybe it's the guy that got stabbed. We were, like, tell me the story. We were recording last night, and uh, I said, Yeah, we're doing at the uh, out at the bike shop. And she goes, I and I said, I said, and I said, Yeah, Heidi's gonna because this is the new thing with interviews. I'm gonna, she's gonna be like my partner here, uh-huh. and uh, she's like, I have a question for that. And I'm like, what? She goes, I think he was stabbed at a concert. I asked Nicola, he's like, I don't know. And I was like, I'm positive. Someone told me that he got. Are stabbed. Are you comfortable telling the concert? story? I don't remember. Uh, I mean, that's that's basically the story. Yeah. <laughs> Was it like, was it an argument or just... Yeah, I don't, I don't want to get too much more into Okay. It, but yeah, I mean... No, thank okay, you. Okay, so I met you once. I, I never yeah. want that, ever. Like, I never I want to get stabbed. I never want to be... Like, shoot me. Well, don't they say me. that stabbings are worse. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Was it like heart surgery, hospital? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, fuck that. What was the band? Um, Dance Gavin Dance. I'm not sure what kind of job music that is. Oh, it's yeah. like a hardcore screamo. Okay, well, that makes well. sense. Like if you were at Dave Matthews concert, <laughs> <laughs> pretty there. It was pretty chill for that. <laughs> yeah, it's like I got, I got stabbed at a No Doubt show. Like it's like how? Do, like yeah, I guess Rob I, Thomas. I, it was Brian. Yeah, yeah. Brian, <laughs> Brian stabbed you at a, a Rob Thomas charity <laughs> show. Thomas. Yeah, 
<laughs> you want to go see Rob Thomas? <laughs> How was our tickets? 60, like what? It was like 200 bucks. Too I'm much. like, no. is it like Matchbox 20? He goes, no, it's Rob Thomas playing acoustic guitar. I said, for <laughs> at, a co- at a coffee shop. <laughs> $200. Two songs. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, no fucking chance. He goes, all the charity goes to the money. Or, all the charity, all the charity goes to the money. All the charity goes to dogs. And I was like, all right, money, may, yeah. maybe that makes a little more sense. But an acoustic show? That's a that's an expensive ticket. You yeah. can steal Panther and Crowbot for less. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But we went on like crazy tangents. I knew it was gonna happen. Yeah. Is, that, is the building still there, or do they tear it down? The mall. Yeah. The mall. Oh, it's, it's gone. A, it's a factory. It's yeah. like a but no one. No yeah. fact, like they. It's like they a big tore, giant warehouse now. But no one has no one been to it. put anything in it yet. Oh, so it's just yeah. sitting there. Well, yeah. I heard yeah. the person who did originally like plan to buy it. They backed out because the dialysis place didn't leave when they were supposed to. Mm-hmm. Like they had just that corner was still up, and the whole mall was gone. Yeah, they were tearing the mall down around <laughs> around, the, around the dialysis, and, and the dialysis right. spot was Memory Lane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the last thing to and survive the mall was Memory Lane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now they're over by Big Lots, but I heard that's. The rumor I heard that the, they backed out because dialysis. Place it's crazy. Too long they just did and a no huge, one ever it. the Maria Road between Monty City mm-hmm. and Shenandoah. They literally tore all, all those ma- all those trees out, and they're putting a factory there. Uh, somewhere on, like the road on eighty one, they're putting a factory like all the trees like between Monty City and Frackville. Mm-hmm. That is getting torn down for factory, and I believe the, some of the buildings that were around the mall are being torn down for factories. And they just tore down a mall, and they can't even get people to fill that factory yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy to think about. You could have kept it a mall. Yeah. yeah, and the worst part is the guy who did the movie theater renovation. Mm-hmm. It was like whatever the amount was. It was like two million dollars. Yeah, in renovation. The mall sold for a little bit more than that. Yeah, he yeah. put in so much. That's why he sold everything. Yeah, trying to get his money back. Because he's like, I, I he goes, I would buy the mall, but I can't because yeah. I put everything into this yeah. theater. Yeah. He was a really nice guy too. He wasn't from our area, but like, no, I think he's Florida. So. Like Florida. Yeah. yeah, he he came up him and his wife and. I think we cried with him. I think everyone there was like, "Thank you so much for this." Like, cause yeah, you know, we made a lot of friends. Like, like we yeah. saw people now that we like. Was, yeah. Was man. yeah. 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 And it's exciting. Like, it's exciting. Like this. When I was in high school, I was like this skinny emo kid. That was like, that was like my peak. Yeah. yeah. I was just like the cute kid. At the, I thought of myself that way. I was yeah. like, I'm the cute kid at the mall. There were like, there would literally be like these like emo girls that would come in and just like peek at me. <laughs> nice. I was like, I am. In this one place, I am like king. Everywhere yeah. else in the world, I'm just some weird kid. But like at this record store at 16, I was like king. Yeah. Like a year. The mall was so fun. Like that was a hangout spot every yeah. Friday night. Mm-hmm. They had the memory lane under eight, like under 21 shows. Um, I only went there like once and it was for a birthday party. Yeah. The arcade. Like there was so much fun stuff there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a shame. And it, it will, where we lose our mall we can rebuild with local shops back here in in towns and and it's exciting because when you when you find a store like the cycle shop or press coffee or any other all these awesome businesses you can then make your friendships again and Mm -hmm. and i think that that we're we're not the only four people in school county who still have stories of being at the mall and making friends and still having those friends to this day um and that's where you know your local brewery starting up Mm -hmm. and and all these great places which you're also a, a part of as well the brewery yeah i'm working there yeah are you what are you helping making the beer like what is your are you just gonna be like bartending or uh, we'll see. Whatever they ask you yeah. to do. Yeah, I mean, right now, I've just we've been doing construction the last year, so it's just been that. Um, How far along are they now? Should be done in, I mean, we'll have a soft opening in a week. Oh, wow. Nice. So, like, awesome. like I, we got a tour. Like, the kitchen's finished. We nice. are building our bar. Nice. I mean, and everything else is pretty much done. That building's super cool. Super, super cool. It's, it's, old, it's older than Oklahoma. Yeah. Fun fact. It what? <laughs> it's older than the state of Oklahoma. What? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
built in 1896. O- Oklahoma became a state in 1907. Holy shit. That's like my fun fact. Crazy. Yeah. That, that building is older yeah. than Oklahoma. And that, that's going to be uh, half brewery, half winery. Yeah. So it's more than, more than half brewery. Yeah. The, the brewery restaurant side is a lot larger. And then the, yeah. the wine side is mostly like tastings and stuff like that. It's, it's, if you haven't had a chance to experience it, or I don't know if how, if you guys put photos of the inside or anything up yet about it, but it's, uh, it's, it's really nice. The outdoor seating has come a long way. You guys put the, like before it was just kind of like chairs and like, just kind of quick, get them out there so people can try it out and then just get it, get your beer in a food truck. Um, and the inside, like there's, I believe there's two bars, one on the first floor, one on the second. Uh, it's just the first floor. Just the first floor. floor. I thought the second floor has that big open area that they were talking about doing like music. Yeah, we're not doing anything with the second floor. Oh, really? Yeah, just with everything that happened over the last year, um, it's just I think it's more important for us to just get it open. Yeah, so it's just no, the I agree. first floor. Yeah, cool. um, but there, like I said, well, there is room to also grow mm-hmm. and and get stuff like that because as soon as I seen the second floor, I was like, this would be a great place for music, like yeah, to put bands because we really don't have anything in this area when it comes to that either. Um, and the outdoor spaces are great for that too. Mm. Yeah, that's one of the plans for out there. That's cool. Uh, just just throw another love to more business. Uh, Crimson House's second half is opening where mm-hmm. Trippin is, and I from what I've been seeing online, they're putting like a virtual golf thing in there. Oh, well, like a top yeah. golf type. Yeah, yeah, like where it's like a green screen. You go in there, you hit that it. That stuff's super fun. Yeah, you've never golfed before. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I, so I I could be wrong. Don't quote me on it, but I think I've seen little teasers of that. Um, yeah, it's small so- stuff like that. It's it makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. like more and more things to do. We need axe throwing in fun to Pottsville. <laughs> axe throwing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of insurance with that. I think there's one. What Ham- was was a close one? The one that just opened in like Hamburg or Reading or something. Mm-hmm. I've never done it. It's a lot of. It looks. Like, it's fun. It looks like a blast. Yeah. It's harder than it looks. I did it. <laughs> It's, it is hard. Yeah, yeah. I did it. It's way harder than it looks. Yeah. We did it in Vegas. I was hammered, and they're like, "I'm like, you're gonna let me do?" And they're like, "Yeah." My first time in Vegas, we went two years ago, and uh, I bought a beer like on the street, mm-hmm. on the strip, and because uh, you can drink. Okay. And I, oh, yeah, and I walk, I walk out with the beer, and I was, I'm actually standing there like drinking. It. I was like, "Leave." You can go. And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Like you can take your beer with you," and I was like seriously he's like where are you from and i was like pennsylvania he goes yeah, yeah dude as long as it's not a glass you can walk as long as you don't and as long as you don't leave the strip area like if you leave the strip and you're just walking around vegas sure. you're gonna get in trouble but as long as you're in a strip you can have open container huh. and i was like cool and then we're walking i was like i i probably look like a kid like a fresh 21 <laughs> i'm like showing everyone like i'm doing this right and then like a cop walked by and i copied it <laughs> i did like I, I did like the I like your bravery only extended so far. <laughs> I was like, and I was like, yo, everyone smokes weed yeah, out here. Yeah, it just like, smells like weed. Like, yeah, there's literally guys walking on the street, just hitting. Like I was like, yeah. this is this is the craziest place on earth. <laughs> <laughs> the guy offered to buy his drug, like offered to sell me. So we're watching a band on Fremont Street. Guy comes up, and he just gets right in my ear. <laughs> I guess at the time my hair was like down to my chest, and he just gets right. He's I just hear. <laughs> what's up and he's like you want to buy some drugs and I went no not at all and he goes weed and I was like nope he goes coke I was like, nope he goes alright cool I'll be back in 15 minutes I'll get you that coke and I went I don't want that I had the same thing happen at a bus station in Pittsburgh really <laughs> so he leaves and I'm like we may have to run he's like let's get out of here let's and go somewhere so else we didn't move because we're dumb yeah. and then next thing I know I hear in my ear again <laughs> and he's 
he's eating a like McDonald's. Like he, he had just Big Mac sauce all over him. And he's just like, Sup, bro? And I'm like, Sup? And I just kind of like turn back and start watching the band. He's like, Yo, I got that Coke. And I was like, I, I told you I didn't want that. <laughs> and he's like, My buddy's right down there. And I was like, I'm not I don't going. Know how many times I get to go? <laughs> I was like, I'm not going. And he's like, Come on. I'm like, I'm a cop. And he went, <laughs> he, just, he just left me alone. <laughs> but yeah, that was. <laughs> Vegas is a blast, but uh, I, I hope I hope we got mostly. Is there anything else about the yeah? The, that's what I was gonna the ask. cycle shop before wanna... before we get out. I, I'm pumped. I, Stay tuned for when we open. Come visit. Do you have like a like a, a date? social media page or anything? Yeah, yeah. Facebook. We have Facebook, okay. Potsdam Cyclery. We have an Instagram. Um, I'm most active on the Instagram, but uh, not super active. I'm a pretty bad millennial. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm bad. I would never. Really everything will be someone. linked below. So if you want to uh, follow on on Instagram, social media, it will be linked below. Um, you have an idea or date when this will be open? As soon as humanly possible. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how long it's going to take, but definitely in the next month or two. Cool. All bike related um, things. Awesome. Much sooner, but when when you first get open, uh, is is it going to be more or less for repairs at first, or are you going to have inventory? Yeah, because of the because of the pandemic. Um, and because of how successful bike sales were during that time, um, basically since all the factories were shut down in China and Taiwan where they're all made, where all the parts and things are made, the production line is just like so thoroughly destroyed, um, that nobody can get anything. Um, and from the people I've been talking to, it sounds like it's going to be pretty, uh, it's never, it's not going to recover until like 2024. So getting bikes is possible, but it's going to be hard, um, because everybody, nobody has them, everybody wants them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as soon as they get them, they sell out. All the big brands are like projecting like a year. Like if you order a bike today from like Trek Giant or Specialized, you get it in a year. Wow. Wow. Um, Holy cow. And so at least that's what they're projecting. Stuff yeah. can happen faster, but. So repairs are be big. So, so if you have, repair, that's, if, that's if you have a bike, you're you got like, a bike, um, get it fixed because you probably can't get a new one. Yeah. What about like accessories, like other stuff, like helmets, things yeah. like that? Yeah, a lot of that stuff is totally fine. So you'll um, have lots the, of that? The, the demand wasn't as strong for that mm-hmm. stuff, um, but definitely for bikes, it's it's tricky. Which is like a it's a blessing and a curse because um, you know it keeps people on the bikes they have. Um, yeah, just be careful with the used market. The used mm-hmm. prices are crazy right now because they can be yeah. <laughs> with supply and demand. So actually, this past summer, um, I got my bike out and mm-hmm. it was like it was not working right. How big <laughs> is this bike? It's a normal <laughs> size bike. I mean, I have a unicycle, but that's besides the point. Um, when you stand on your bike, can you can you stand on the frame and your feet touch the ground? I prefer not. <laughs> I just pictured a little tricycle from the shine. Yeah. <laughs> but it was such a pain to like figure out how to like take it apart. And I was I told my dad I was like, I really need Alan right now. Like, <laughs> I know he's really into this, and he could fix this problem. And like it ended up being something so stupid that like I overlooked, everybody <laughs> overlooked. But you'd probably look at it in the second and be like, Oh, it's just this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Can you can you get adult training wheels on bikes for people yeah. like Heidi who are yeah? Training. So we actually they're mostly used for like people with um, special needs or like uh, disabilities who like want to ride but That's can't cool afford though. a trike. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're really expensive. They're like over a hundred dollars because they I mean they have to support like a full adult. That's a lot of weight. Yeah. Uh, we're just big people. That's why my yeah. broke, <laughs> my cousin was like in high school. He stood on them. And then yeah. they were not usable. <laughs> Another really, I know this has nothing to do with the type of bikes you're doing, but one of the kids' bikes that I've been seeing lately, which I think is like super genius, where they don't really teach, they don't really put training wheels on bikes anymore. No, training wheels suck. Yeah, you get the bike with no pedals. Yep. yep. 
and called balance bikes. Yeah, yeah. so the literally man. the kid stands on the bike yep. and then he like kind of runs with it, mm-hmm. and then he just mm. you pick your feet like once you get momentum, you pick your feet up and put them on the thing. And then once he wants to stop, he just puts his feet back down. Huh. Yeah. Okay. One of the problems with training wheels, we're going to go on a tangent here. The way that they're supposed to be used is they're supposed to both be off the ground a little bit so that when you ride, it's really just supposed to catch you if you lean either way. Mm-hmm. But the way people use them is they make it a four-wheeled bike yep. and they drop them all the way to the ground. So then the kid never learns how to balance. So when training wheels are used correctly, when they're like an inch off the ground either side, it's just supposed to catch you yeah. if you fall. Like a bumper and bowling. But you never learn. But if you mm-hmm. put them all the way down, the kid never has to learn how to balance. And so if you just get rid of them completely with like those balance bikes, then when the kid goes to ride a real bike for the first time, it's way easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a yeah. future man. Training yeah. wheels are... Yeah, I think those like those that. balance bikes are cool. Yeah. They're yeah. super neat. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah. Uh, and then like I, I I see you have like the, the, the tandem bikes. Uh-huh. Very cool. Terrifying. No. I, I don't, I yeah, don't think I, don't I, don't think I would... else enough to... Yeah, like I would never I get on that. you. I would never get on that with you. <laughs> You'd wreck us on purpose. So I did drop my wife once uh, when we were going on a ride. Because like as... So there's two different positions on the tandem. There's the front, which is the captain, and the rear, which is the stoker. Um, so the person in the front typically handles all everything. All the shifting, steering, braking, and the person in the back just pedals. And just looks at a butt. Uh, well, it looks around. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it looks at the butt, I guess. But it's actually great for me because, like, as when I ride, I like I'm focused so much on like the, the street and like trying to not hit potholes and like steer. And then when I have my wife behind me, she's just like, "Look at this beautiful rainbow! Look at this mountain! Look at this stuff that I would never see." Is she now when you're back there, she doesn't even have to pedal. She can no, just she has to pedal. She has yeah, to. Yeah, the they're, they're attached. Pedals. So if she doesn't pedal. I can feel it. And, and you're, then you're, you're just, just pulling harder. extra weight because <laughs> the, the the pedals move in tandem. So like oh. when my when I move my right foot, it moves her right foot. Oh. So I can feel if she's not pushing, and she is. She's great. Yeah. Um, but there was one time where when we we come to a stop, I have to I have to stop first and like put my feet down. Uh, and one time I wasn't quick enough, and I had my because we clip in, so our feet are attached to the pedals. And I unclipped and bailed, and she was clipped in <laughs> and didn't have time. <laughs> And so I dropped her in the bike. And she and already had this horrible accident already on a bike. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and so I'm standing over the bike and she's laying trapped underneath it, not happy. And we had another, you know, 20 miles to go before oh, we got no. home. Yeah. I just don't think, uh, I mean, we've been together a long time, 13 years. It'll be 14. Four, going month. on 14. I love you, but I would never get on that with no, you. No, I wouldn't trust you to drive. Yeah. It's terrible for some couples and it's great for others. Yeah. We would, would be divorced. You would me on purpose. I would, I would fart right in your face. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't bail on purpose. <laughs> I got stuck. You flicking me in the butt. <laughs> Just drive like, you scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, there's one that like, there's like three or four, like they make crazy, crazy. Oh, yeah. Like Trident is a three person one. Crazy. That's okay. a lot of trust. That's yeah. a lot of, yeah. We can't even play Mario when you have to share no. a screen together. No, I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, boom, you're like, there's something back here. Do, do they still make the chopper bikes? Yeah. Okay. I have one from yeah. when, like, the American Chopper one. Oh, wow. It's still sitting in my basement. Like, I used it like, Oh, with three the, big, times. the big fat back tire. Yeah. Like the, and it yeah, was, they're, like, they're made. super popular. Yeah. yeah. Huh. For, like, a certain, like, group of people. You know, they're not everyday riding right. bikes. But, mm-hmm. yeah. People, like, what is your favorite stuff with them. style of bike or brand? Or? So, I'm definitely what would be called, like, a roadie. Somebody who, like, rides on the road. Yeah. Um, and most of that's just, when I grew up, I was riding in the streets in Chicago. And so, like, being on pavement was, was most comfortable. And then when I moved to Oregon... The people that I would ride with did road cycling and I did road racing out there. Um, but I've done mountain biking. I have a mountain bike. I have a road bike. But yeah, I'm, de- I'm definitely mostly a roadie. I think our, our who, who would you say is our most famous biker in, in, in this area? 
I don't know. Joe Schneider. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, get him in here someday. Yeah, that, that's that. That would be the goal. Like, yeah. I, would, I would peak. Yeah, <laughs> it's all downhill from there. <laughs> it's like, like I'll just start tweeting him. him. Yeah, like I have a beer podcast, and I, they're like, "What is your?" I'm like, "I want to have a beer with one of the Yingling members. Like, yeah. I want to, yeah. I want to have a beer with you know Dick or one of the daughters." And uh, like you're now for you would be like you need you, you need to go, you need to get Joe in here. I think in I his, met him in, in like his middle single school. suit. Like, do you wear that too? Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, out today on a ride. What do they call those? Well, so there's Bike it's shorts, two pieces. Right? There's like oh, it's a, two. It's not, yeah, there's a jersey and then there's bib shorts. Yeah, yeah. I always think of uh, there the are Breakfast like Club single piece. You wear tights. <laughs> I wear the required uniform. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it, it's a it's I a cool thing. I, I look for like when I'm driving like Maria Road and stuff and I see people on bikes obviously I do the whole like I give them the, mm-hmm. I go around like I, I hope it's something we get more of and I, I think you're going to be a huge trend center for that happening and I'm, I'm excited um, I'm pumped that it, we were in here and, and yeah. got to experience yeah. this cool. and got to know you a little better and you got to hear you know relive some FYE <laughs> yeah details. learn about bikes hear, hear bike stories and then hear about people destroying their penises on gates uh it's it was it was a little bit of everything <laughs> i forgot about that story actually yeah, what's that i forgot about that about miles yeah. yeah yeah we'll tag him and we'll be like hey we told your story <laughs> he'll be proud of it he probably, he probably will. Will. he'd be like he'll sweet bro because he'll track me down yeah <laughs> he'll be in there buying a bike off you <laughs> so i heard they told that story <laughs> yeah. oh so another thing with bikes well that last thing and then we'll get out of here uh seats mm-hmm that that's a make or break thing for people on bikes. Yeah. What so it's counter to what you would think. Yeah. Um, most people think they want a big cushy seat. Problem is, um, it just creates more pressure points. And so like a small seat really is better. Yes, it hurts to sit on, but like anything, it's like you have to just build the muscle. Mm. And I know that like sucks to hear. Um, but yeah, when you're first riding, uh, you kind of just have to get your butt used to like sitting on something small. Because when you get one of those big cushy seats, um, it just becomes really uncomfortable because uh, there's just so many pressure points that it'll just never get there. When you're a kid, when I was a kid, I could sit on a bike seat all day long. No issues, no problems. I got, I, I, I think I, there was a, a brief stint where I was going to get into biking and I was going to do it with my dad because like the only way I could really bond with my dad is if I do things he's into. <laughs> sure. Like he's so they never, just drink beer now. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they do. We drink beer. You and, found a common ground. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to do biking. I tried being a firefighter. I tried bowling. I tried, what else? Golf. um all of it and i hated every one of it uh the only cool thing i ever did in golf was i hit my brother with a ball that was funny (laughs) bowling i just annoyed people to the point where they were like he has to leave the league because i would just because they would take it too seriously and i'm like it's bowling it's serious to them i know they get so mad when i say it's not a sport (laughs) especially your mom yeah oh my god let's not go on this man so they used to have the another tangent here they used to have the (laughs) plaza lanes like uh, after school bowling Man, I was like a four year in a row champ. Really? For like yeah. the youth, the kid we thing. Tried to I had like my thing. own ball. Yeah. I was oh, like, man. Oh, it's I was here. serious. I, I, was, I, I was like really good. I threw a backup <laughs> ball and there was a guy up there who bowled. His name was Terry. I don't remember Terry's last name, but Terry had a kid and he was like, him and this kid were like superstars. And uh, we were in like an adult youth where it was like me and my mom and then like Terry and his superstar yeah. kid were, were up. And they had like, they were up there with, they had the outfits, the gloves, they threw like the fancy style and I threw it like, 
straight a, a nana. Like a ba- <laughs> yeah. They called it a backup ball. <laughs> but okay, I was good well, at it. Your grandma's really good, so it's she's not, not really good. But she's she, good for being her age. She's fantastic. But she like throws a strike every time. She doesn't. She doesn't even watch it. She throws it and just turns around and slowly <laughs> walks back and the strike it every takes time. The ball so long to get down there. <laughs> it takes forever. It's like, <laughs> but she doesn't. And even then she watch. sat down and had a coke and yeah. then looked yeah. up and then it strikes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, she's that. That was a joke. Like, so you're an athlete. So, so, so my mom's, mom, mom, mom is an athlete, and they're like, shut up. Yeah, anyway, so I go up there. We're in adult youth league, and this dude, like, first night, bowls a three hundred in a, an adult youth league. I looked at my mom like, I quit. Yeah, we're done. Like, he just threw a perfect game. This like, is for me. Yeah, I'm done. I, I'm gonna go play the arcade. I'm out of here. <laughs> and I would just get bored by like it's fun your first game, mm-hmm. second game is like all right, and then the third game is like you're um because you have to focus, you have to hit, mo- mm-hmm. focus on your spots, you gotta hit the same thing over and over. You're easily distracted. Yeah, my my ADHD is not <laughs> perfect for me. It's great when you're go bowling with your buddies like glow bowling and you're sure, like that's I got the gold pin and you're hammered drunk and like that's a good time. But like I couldn't if ever if there was a league of just glow bowling. I would do that where they just played music the whole time and it wasn't. We tried a league once. It was like a beginner league because I'm not good. I remember they had like those other people who would just sign up who are really good. Because they want to like. They want to win the prize money. Yeah. So they go in, they sandbag, and they they go in there and say their average is real low and they come in with 14 (laughs) balls. They did. They literally showed up with all their gear, like four balls. She's all excited. She's ready to go. And I I walk in and I'm I'm just like, I hate this already. She goes, What? (laughs) She goes, Oh, the people we're bowling against are nice. Like, no, they're not. They're scumbags. (laughs) She goes, they're really nice to us. I'm like, they're they're here to be pirates. She goes, what do you mean? I said, they're joining this league and they're going to win every prize money. And she goes, what do you mean? I said, they're going to start off and they're going to, they're going to, they're going to get, they're going to bowl really, really terrible and we'll beat them and you're going to get confident. But they're doing this on purpose so they can be the most improved bowler throughout the league. Mm-hmm. They're going to come in and they're going to have really, really low averages. And then by the end of the thing, they would they would be the most improved. They'd have the highest average. They'd, and then they and would they get would that. Win. They'd get that prize. And then by the end of the season, they had the best. Pro- they got they every single. The they, yeah. they knew how to go in there and win everything to win the prize money. Yeah. And I was just like, and I was, and she goes, "How do you know all this?" And I said, "Come here." And we, just, <laughs> I lived in the Plaza Lane, so I'd go over. I yeah, sh- your mom bowls like all. We the went time. over to like the plaques I mean, <laughs> where it shows every single <laughs> league, and I looked at their names. I went to every league, and I said, "There's their name here." Yeah. And his average is a two sixty. Here's his, and I said, "Now he just bowled a one fifteen tonight," mm-hmm. and he came in with a bag full of fifteen balls. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like. I went up to the counter. I'm like, Bud, kick We're these done. guys out. We're Remember, out. Bud, Bud's now at Strikers. Like, he's he's an old like that could know me. So I'm, I'm eight, and I'm like, I yeah. hate this. I'm, I'm I'm done. I'm not doing this league. I'm gonna fight these people. <laughs> and I, I wasn't there to win money, but it was like you're taking the fun yeah. out of it. Yeah, it's clearly it's, not. Yeah, it's it's like a professional entering amateur thing. Yeah, right. yeah. It was it was a it was a shit show, but yeah, that happens. But <laughs> how did we get to bowling? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I had a great time. Yeah. If you ever fun. want to do this again, I'm always down. I, I would I would love once you get established here in oh, summer yeah. times, maybe we could do something where we can like sponsor a event. If you want to yeah. do like an event, like a charity thing, sure. like ride bikes for, I know the big thing is like during the summer times, people do like you log so many hours and mm-hmm. people sponsor that. Maybe we can do like, you guys are like the spot, like the hub for it. Yeah. It'd be fun. If there's anything you need yeah. from us to, to help promote or get that kind of stuff out or building communities, we're on board. Cool. We're definitely Anything on board. Anything else you want to say? Plug or say <laughs> no. before we get out of here? <laughs> Good. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank uh, you. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Interviews Everyday People. We're out of here. <laughs>